Hello. Thank you for joining me today here at PleasingToThePower.com podcast. This is your host, Horace Williams Jr. Hope you're having a good week. My week has been going pretty well. I thank God for that. I've been able to get in quite a few workouts and do a lot of walking. Getting stronger and stronger. I thank God for this healing of my body and my brain since the stroke. Last week, I know we talked about, uh, had a prayer for those that are hurting. Talked a little bit about, do you, do, do, do you desire God's peace? And that was a pretty uh, popular um, podcast. Thankful for all of those that tuned in and listened to what I had to share. This week, I'm going to talk about real love. What is real love? Do you want real love? You know, I thought I experienced true love at the age of 18. She was my first love. In fact, we met at church, fell in love. It was like a burning comet moving through space at the speed of light. We got engaged two years later, and a year after that, the engagement was off. We tried to recapture that magical feeling of love for years, but that never happened despite our efforts I ended up moving away now it's been decades and I have found a new love or rather new love has found me for years I had been searching to duplicate the love I felt at 18 years old the feeling that someone loved me unconditionally there were several exciting and thrilling relationships over the years but nothing like my first love and those only lasted for a short time It has taken me several years, but God has become my first love. I accepted him as my Lord and Savior at the age of five, but did I make it a point to love him in return? I was unwilling to surrender my heart completely to do his will. But now I want my love for him to be evident for everyone to see. I will shout from the rooftops about my love for God. I want to glorify him with my life. I want to read from his word right now what love really looks like. It's probably, I'm not sure it's a passage that everyone is familiar with, but I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Okay, here we go. Love is patient. Love is kind and not as is, is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant, does not act unbecomingly, does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it will be done away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when perfect comes, the part shall be done away. Now this is a verse that really speaks to me. It's verse 11 of 1 Corinthians 13. When I was a child, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. For now we know, for now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will fully know, 
just also as I have been fully known. But now, faith, hope, love abide, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Wow, love is patient. That is something that I have always struggled with. and I've asked God to help me with my patience, and he's done a good job of that (laughs) in bringing people in my life to help me develop my patience. Love is kind and is not jealous. Don't think I battle too often with the with the green-eyed monster, but there are times where jealousy can ruin even the strongest of loves. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. Does not act unbecoming, does not seek its own selfishness. That's something that God has continues to help me with in dealing with selfishness and having a spirit of humility as well not being arrogant or overconfident about things. I want to read another passage from you because it talks about God's love and how great His love is. Because it's hard to put wrap your head around the fact that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. God gave his only son, Jesus Christ. Jesus was willing to die for me. Despite my sin and disobedience, he gave his life. That's something that's hard to comprehend, giving your life for someone else. In fact, it's unbelievable. But I'm so thankful for his love. I want to read a passage from Romans 8. talks about how nothing can separate us from God's love. Romans 8, 37 through 39. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquered through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's something to hang your hat on. That's something to be encouraged about. That's what real love is. That's what unconditional love is. That's the love that I now have in my heart. That's the love that wakes me up each morning, allows me to share my what he's done in my life, hopefully encourage those that listen or read my work, the unbe- unbelievable love of God. leave you with one last verse from the Apostle Paul found in Ephesians 3 this is, these are verses 14 through 21 for this reason I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives his name that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with all power through his spirit in the inner man so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and that you being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is a breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever 
and ever. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for allowing me to love you. I thank you for your unconditional love. I ask, Father, if there's anyone out there that is needing love or is seeking love, that you will let them experience your love. Reveal to them your, how much you love them, Father God, and bring them closer to you. May they never go a day in their life without feeling or experiencing your love, Father. May they know how much you love them. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about you, to write about you. I pray you are glorified in everything that I do, Father God. May you encourage the hearts of those that are needing love and seeking love or maybe feeling unloved. Wrap your loving arms around them, Lord God. Give them comfort. Give them peace. Let them experience the joy of being loved by you. I ask all these things in your precious son, Jesus' name I pray. Amen. For some reason, I have a feeling there is someone out there that needed to hear this today. And I hope that you are encouraged and reminded of how much God loves you. If you want to learn more about my, um, me and my fiance, you'll have to wait for my new book coming out, The Furnace of Affliction. Getting closer, I'm excited. Hopefully we'll have a fall release. But stay tuned for more updates on that. You can always visit my website, PlutonToThePower.com, and get any information you want about me. You can even reach out to me, leave a prayer request, share a praise, ask a question. Just go to my prayer request tab on the website, PlutonToThePower.com. Once again, this is Horace Williams. Thank you for joining me today on the PlutonToThePower.com podcast. Hope you have a fantastic week. Keep your eyes on Christ, and I will talk with you soon. God bless.